This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, June 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Senate Farm Bill spares SNAP. The approach raises stakes for the House Senate talks. And pork exports boom despite tariffs. The Senate Farm Bill sharpens difference with the House. The most important thing to know about the bipartisan farm bill developed by leaders of the Senate Agriculture Committee is how much it doesn't change. But that means we're going to see some differences that will have to be worked out with House negotiators in the months ahead. The draft bill text is expected to be released at some point today. Release of the draft was held up yesterday while committee leaders tried to deal with some last-minute scoring issues. But we already know there are some important differences with the House bill, and that's based on interviews with sources familiar with what's in the measure. SNAP. The Senate bill makes no changes to food stamp work requirements or to income eligibility limits. The House makes major changes to both. This is by far the biggest obstacle to getting an agreement on the new farm bill this year. Conservation. The Senate bill would increase the Conservation Reserve Program to 25 million acres, not the 29 million acres the House wants. The Senate also leaves the Conservation Stewardship Program intact. The House bill would kill it. Payment Limits The Senate bill would tighten farm program eligibility by reducing the adjusted gross income limit from $900,000 to $700,000. The bill could go even farther on payment rules if Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa persuades the committee to adopt an amendment restricting the number of payment recipients a farm can have. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, who briefed GOP committee members on the draft bill yesterday morning, said that anxiety about U.S. trade policy makes it critical to enact a new farm bill that provides farmers with predictability amid uncertainty. Farm bill future likely hinges on SNAP. The lack of SNAP reform in the Senate bill can only make it harder to get a deal with the House on a final bill, assuming Republicans will continue to insist on tightening work requirements for food stamp recipients, as House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway says he will do. The ranking Democrat of the House Agriculture Committee, Colin Peterson, says Senate negotiators won't go along with the SNAP reforms Conaway wants. On the other hand, Peterson doesn't see how Conaway can agree to a final farm bill that doesn't include some SNAP reforms. Peterson asked rhetorically, how does he save face after he's gone through all of this? Still not clear when Conaway will get his farm bill out of the House. The House has until June to reconsider the bill, which failed May 18th. But conservatives have said they won't vote for it until a separate immigration issue is addressed to their satisfaction. House Republicans have yet to reach an agreement on an immigration bill. Sign up for dairy program ends. Today is the final day for dairy producers to sign up for the margin protection program unless USDA extends the deadline again. Peterson is disappointed that only about half of the nation's dairy producers will wind up signing up for MPP this year, even though they are guaranteed to get a payment. Producers, quote, hate the program. They don't trust it, he said. While we're on the subject of milk, California producers have approved a federal milk marketing order for their state. Once it is established, more than 80% of the U.S. milk supply will fall under the FMMO regulatory framework. Marketing orders promote orderly marketing conditions by applying a uniform system of pricing. 
House okays rescissions on bill targeting USDA grants. The House last night narrowly approved, 210 to 206, a $15 billion package of spending cuts that would eliminate $14 million in unspent money earmarked for USDA's value-added producer grants, a popular program that helps producers start or expand businesses in processing and marketing commodities. The rescissions package is a priority for the White House, but the measure faces an uncertain future in the Senate where it faces resistance from Republicans. A Democratic member of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, Shelley Pingree of Maine, criticized the bill for including the value-added grants. She said, projects are ready to go and jobs are waiting to be created with this funding. Pork exports strong despite Chinese tariffs. Pork exports are soaring this year and shipments remain strong to China despite the 25% tariff put in place by the Chinese on April 2nd in retaliation for U.S. steel and aluminum tariffs. U.S. Meat Export Federation says the U.S. exported $2.3 billion worth of pork from January through April. That's a 4% increase above the record held for the same time last year. In April alone, the U.S. exported $584 million worth of pork, a 13% increase from sales in the same month in 2017. U.S. pork exports to China and Hong Kong dipped in April but remained strong at about $96 million. A cautionary note, Mexico hit the U.S. with a 20% tariff on pork this week, and that could slow down pork shipments south of the border. Brady urges Trump administration to withdraw tariffs. House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady confronted U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer yesterday over the administration's trade policy. Brady, a Texas Republican, said he understands the goal of getting China to stop flooding the international market with cheap steel and aluminum, but the new U.S. tariffs that are also being levied on allies are doing more harm than good. Brady said, I continue to urge the administration to extend tariff exemptions to Canada, Mexico, the EU, and other important partners while fixing the broken product exclusion process needed by our manufacturers and workers to remain competitive. Brady said he also asked Lighthizer to continue to work towards a new NAFTA deal. Labeling bill seeks to curb states. A bill introduced in the House and the Senate would stiffen standards for product labels by forcing states to provide scientific backing for any label claims. The Accurate Labels Act was introduced by Republican Senator Jerry Moran of Kansas and Representative Adam Kingser, a Republican of Illinois, and Kurt Schrader, a Democrat of Oregon. The bill's backers include the Grocery Manufacturers Association and the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, whose CEO, Chuck Conner, said state labeling requirements are confusing to consumers and are hurting farmers, manufacturers, and small business. Farm groups are trying to block California from designating glyphosate as a known human carcinogen that would subsequently require a warning label. Now, keep in mind... It's very difficult to get Congress to interfere with state regulations, including food labeling, although it's been done before. The GMO disclosure law enacted in 2016 is a prime example. Here's today's She Said It. It's good for families. It's good for farmers. It strengthens the farm safety net and gives more certainty, which is really important. That the ranking Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, on her committee's farm bill. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, June 8th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.